The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. No man Welcome to episode 382 of Force and Dawn. I am Dale Summers here with Evan Hollywood Hearn. And tonight we're talking about the Eagles Cowboys preview. Eagles Cowboys, if I got to tell you that it's Eagles Cowboys week, you're really not a fan. Because uh, this is the most hated rival that we have. Uh, you can say the word Cowboys and Indians ah. just get sick to their stomach. Uh, just, just uh, it's Dallas week. There's no. You, sometimes you don't even have to say anything. Like so, if you're not fired up, amped up, they lock the champ up. You, I don't know what to tell you because you're not a real fan if you're not fired up. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I'm really excited. There's a lot of work going on in the city right now. Uh, shout out to uh, the London crew coming in uh, with Philly Sports Trips uh, mm-hmm. with their their trip. Birds fly home. We're gonna some of us are gonna be down to the link, uh, giving them a tour of the stadium. So I think that's cool. awesome for them. Um, but what's awesome for us is we get to talk about the Eagles. I know you're I know you're fired up. Ed. I'm geeked up, bro. I'm okay. geeked up. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, first of all, I want to address it is episode 384, pal, not 382. I just don't want people to turn it off and skip the next next episode when you open did, up like did that. Did I say that? Yeah, it's all right. It's all right. We're, we're moving on. We're moving on to better things. <laughs> um, so it's Dallas week, like you said, dude. And uh, I'm going to be honest. I am a little bit shocked. I am appalled at uh, what I've been hearing on the radio this week. I'm a big time sports radio listener. Um and, you know, a lot of the conversation this week is talking about how it feels like the Cowboys uh, rivalry is dead. And I just don't know where these guys are looking. I'm not sure what they're listening to, uh, because I got to be honest, as soon as that game ended that the Eagles just played against Washington immediately, I, I was turned on to Dallas week, man. I was sitting here looking at the schedule and I'm like, dude, this is Dak versus Hertz. Uh, This is, you know, this is for to give us some nice cushion in the division uh, as far as seating is concerned. I'm fucking amped up, bro. Like, I think that this is the biggest game of the year so far. And uh, anyone that tells me otherwise, I just kind of look at them sideways. Um, You know, like you're talking about my problem. As soon as as soon as the the clock struck zero, I I know a lot of Eagle fans in D.C. or not D.C. in Maryland, wherever. They play at. Um, they were like, we're going to Cowboys, um, and and it's here. Like, uh, yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot to get into. Shout out to all the people in the uh, 
uh, in the comments section. Uh, you know, we, we see them on on the road in tailgates. Mark, Mark um, Bird in the city, in the city limits. <laughs> uh, Mark, shout, shout out to Mark. Um, he's going on the tour. the tour tomorrow. Very nice. So he he made he made the list. So I mean, if there's anyone else, uh, you know, we might might bring someone else on the tour of the link tomorrow. Be so cool, uh, you know, we might have a spot for one more person if uh, you guys are interested in touring the link. Um, I, I have problems. I, I've been many times. I, I, I just never get, I just never get uh, uh, enough of it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, what was it? What did he say? I mean, you're skipping Tim Hayes. I, he, I think he is. Uh, when you were in college playing, you know, elite college wide receiver, were you ever known as always open Saunders, or is that just an AJ Brown thing? I was uh, Gale Force wins. Gale Force wins. I actually uh, like that a lot. <laughs> um, I had a uh, Rocket Man, um, but uh, yeah, that's about it, man. That's, that's I didn't have any it. cool nicknames. Psychedelic, huh? It's because the psychedelic stakes, pal. Uh, I mean, people are geeked up. And we're getting texts from um, uh, from what time is the tailgate starting? We are tailgating out there i believe the gates open at 9 25 um so i had to get the uh, tailgate is that right i've been i've been telling people like 10 o'clock so yo the gates opening but i say i, I said we we could start at 10 30 you know yeah. give us i'm some just time. trying to figure out we're, we're gonna have to figure out when the if the gates are opening at 9 25 i'm gonna have to be down there at 9 25 because yeah. i'm not i'm not pushing a grill all the way up Patterson Avenue. It's just not happening. And it's Dallas week. Again, Dallas. We, we can't stress enough. It's Dallas week. Um, but and keep, of- keep in mind, too, the uh, anyone that is, you know, frequent tailgaters like ourselves, um, last year, things started to get hectic towards the end of the year as far as getting into the lots and all, all that stuff. That all started with Dallas week. That Dallas game last year um, – the lots were pretty much full by the time they said that they were open. So just keep that in mind. This guy updates you on medicals and now parking parking lot, Parking lot situations. Parking lot pimping. Uh, and if, you, so, if you anyone needs any bathroom information, also your guy. Also your guy. <laughs> um, so let's get into the game. I mean, it just at the end of the day, it's 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 we we cannot take Dallas slightly. Uh, I, mean, I I sat in uh, MetLife Stadium. Not that I'm not saying that I took the Jets lightly as a as a fan. I mean, some fans did. Uh, I don't know if our team actually took them lightly, but we lost to the Jets. Now, um, I'm not saying I'm I'm not saying that I'm not feeling confident. I feel I'm feeling very confident because at the end of the day, people talk about a, a Miami Dolphins team mm-hmm. who was uh, putting 70 on the board, uh, but when you have to come and play the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, at home with a rabid stadium, yep. this is the perfect time to, you know, I, I would say we are Dallas Cowboys litmus test. Um, I, th- I think that's a, I think that's a good way of putting it. Um, I think that, you know, looking at it just on the other side of the ball, I would say that a lot of Dallas fans would be saying that we're, you know, they're our litmus <laughs> test as well. I'm not, I'm trying not to give them some juice right now. No, I got you. I got you. But um, I, 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 I agree. Speaking though. of I juice, agree. I mean, do you want to jump into what we we talked about earlier? Is it a bad omen? Fuck with the Rocky, Rocky statue, bro. Uh, I think that was in, in days of past, you know, like, okay. I, I don't know if you've seen on socials. We got, we got, a, we got a tip, you know, someone sent us a photo of, uh, 
a Dallas sucks chain on the on the Rocky statue. We posted it, and some people were like, "Did you do that?" I was like, "No, we didn't do that." We people just send us stuff. Uh, Sports Center just hit hit me up. ESPN uh, just hit us up. Yeah. They said, uh, "Do you have rights to that photo that you posted? Because we would like to use it on all socials and whatever." And I'm like, "I was and like, you said, you said uh, what was that McGuire, Toby McGuire? Show me the money!" Uh, so I I said. Uh, wherever we got the tip from, I said, you know, it's your photo. You should get rights to that. Like, you know, I'm not yep, like you yep. sent it to us. So uh, hopefully that gets all over socials. But I, again, there's a lot of people that are in their feels about the Rocky statue. But you know, again, it's all good fun. I, I'm 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 confident about the the team and what they're they're going to do on the field. Exactly. Um, not not in the uh, cosmic world. I'm, I'm I'm, th- I'm thinking about the team, what they're going to do. We've, we've seen a, we've seen a, I'm going to be honest. We have seen a Eagles team that hasn't peaked yet. Yeah. You know, there's the peak in high school guy. Well, the Eagles aren't the peak in high school guy yet. Uh, they could blossom at any week. We haven't seen a complete game from this, the squad. So I think uh, this week would be the perfect day. And week. I, I- and, th- and there's a lot of factors that uh, we can go into as far as that. But um, the first thing, one of the first things that I think about is uh, our boy Cam Jurgens coming back, man. Some, some of that beef jerky. Uh, you know, Sua Opeta has had his lumps, uh, I would say, in filling in. And uh, to have Cam Jurgens back out there, I, uh, I'm going to feel a lot more confident. What about you? I'm feeling really confident. I think it's a perfect time for him to come back. Uh, you know, I'm really hoping that Jalen Carter is ready to go and rock out, out this week. This is a perfect time for him to put uh, Dak Prescott on notice. I think, uh, you know, overall, I think it would be cool to see uh, him, him G off. Uh, oh, Mark says ESPN over here. Uh, Kevin Gandhi gave me a shout out for Philly's customs. He finally, he finally got them too bad. The Phillies are not, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know, uh, but shout out to Kevin Nagandi. He's a he's a diehard Eagles fan, Philly fan. That's one way of describing him. A sports fan. He he loves his some, some sports. He works at ESPN. Um, Natalia says, "Go Birds." She's feeling the Eagles right now. Hell yeah. Um. So I got some notes here. I got some notes. I got some notes. Um, I'm gonna like again. I think Evan's a realist. Um, I have to be. I always try to keep it real. I, you know, I, it is what it is. We have to talk about it, so we're going to have to talk about it. Um, let's start. Let's start with uh, you know the Cowboys. They lead the NFL with four defensive touchdowns. That is the most through seven games in the uh, uh, in the Cowboys' entire history. Uh, the Cowboys have nine interceptions on the year. That is tied for third in the NFL. The defense has helped the team to a, a plus six turnover margin. Tied for fourth in the league, um, and we 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 talked about turnovers, and we talked about Jalen Hurts, Kabinig said turnovers. Um, some of the fumbles, uh, you know, whether it be um, Kenneth Gainwell or you know Dallas Goddard, this, we've had turnovers here, but uh, we really have to against a, a defense like this limit the turnovers uh, and make them work for their. Uh, Work for their work for their stuff because you talk about Deron Deron Bland, who's got three pick sixes on the uh, season. Uh, one more would be a record, mm-hmm. um, but I think uh, overall, I think Jalen Hurts 
Jalen Hurts versus uh, this this uh, secondary. I really need him to limit the turnovers. Be smart with the football. Um, so, I mean, what what are your feelings about Jalen Hurts? I mean, um, you know, in, in the in the way of being a realist, like how you laid it out there, um, you kind of have to give a little hat tip to uh, De'Aaron Bland, uh, just how he's filled in with uh, Trayvon Diggs going down this year. I mean, that was supposed to be the Diggs and Gilmore, uh, you know, cornerback secondary of that team. And uh, for Bland to fill in the way he has, I mean, three pick sixes, that's – the man is playing very well. Um, I'm very interested, and this is one of the things I wanted to talk to you about, uh, about how you think they deploy those cornerbacks. Because I, first thing I thought of uh, is that, like, if Darren Bland is their top guy, uh, are they going to put him on A.J. Brown? And if that's the case, then is Smitty going to be covered by Stefan Gilmore? And the reason I bring that up is, you remember the uh, clip that uh, Richard Sherman put out? months ago where he's talking about, you know, Devontae Smith was really that player that made Richard Sherman realize that he doesn't have the speed to keep up in this league. <laughs> so I'm saying, listen, he did it to a hall of fame corner in Richard Sherman, uh, Stefan Gilmore. What's he like? 33 years old in a Tybo class in a Tybo class. I'm just saying that Devontae Smith route. God uh, could potentially have his way with Stefan Gilmore. If that's the way they, they plan on deploying it. What do you think? I mean, I, th- I think it's it's a perfect opportunity for, uh, you know, also a Goddard game. I know um, AJ would love a Goddard game as she's in the comments already. Goddard week. She's steady with the uh, uh, love for Goddard. I think um, I think that's exactly where I think Goddard needs to get fired up. Even Cowboy fans mm-hmm. have mentioned the under – I'm not having to make up words, but uh, how he's been underutilized or the utilization – of uh, Dallas Goddard has been lacking. Um, so I think, you know, the last couple of games we've seen them make an effort to get him the ball. Um, but I think uh, Dallas Goddard, I mean, I think uh, Devontae Smith has a great opportunity to ball out this week. Um, how, how do you, how, like, uh, going back to my question, how do you, if you're the Cowboys, how would you line up your corners versus our wide receivers? Who would you stick on Hill? Um, I'll see. I think. I don't even know. Like, I mean, but it's my thing is, because like, who, who you're not stopping AJ. Like, I don't. You're gonna have to double well, AJ. But I'm they, thinking like double almost him. double AJ with Stefan Gilmore and a safe and some safety help, and then you have Bland on Smith. I think that's how I would play it if I were the yeah. Cowboys. But we'll see. We'll see. I, I'm, I'm feeling very confident that we should be able to continue our slant damage that we've been doing all season Good. long. With, with both with both corners taken care of, is this room for Julio Jones to have a, uh, you know, make a big play? I mean, look, look at look at this, their safeties, Malik Hooker. I think you could definitely take advantage of him. Um, J. Ron Curse. I mean, they, they're a sound group, though. You know, they are. They're and secondary. they're going to be able to. I mean, they're going to be able to create pressure. Um, have having Micah Parsons. Um, I mean, he's their best player on the team. Uh, are arguably one of the the top. Not arguably, he's one of the top <laughs> defensive players in the NFL. Um, but like, do you see? I, I think that Lane Johnson has had a good record against him. Um, do you see the same sort of success? I think he's been a they, he's been an eraser um, when he's had those moments. But last time that we played at home, we we. 
took Micah Parsons out of the equation by actually not trying to block him. Uh, you know, we were using uh, some play action, uh, that play where we had um, A.J. Brown coming in motion. We actually ran it like twice against them, um, leaving them unblocked, doing creative things, running at him. I think, you know, overall, I think Lane, but Lane Johnson versus Micah Parsons is, is going to be a thing. You know, I think also you can't forget about uh, Demarcus Lawrence, who's been a steady Eddie for those guys. I think overall, I think, I mean, their I, edge I play about Demarcus Lawrence. Yeah, that Jordan Mailata. I don't. I mean, well, I mean, I, a lot of people forget about Demarcus Lawrence because we talk about Marcus Pars, Mike Parsons so much. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they have Dante Fowler um, coming up uh, behind them. Uh, we have Dorrance Armstrong uh, up the middle. You know, Mozzie Smith, uh, uh, who's 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 uh, you know they were they were beating their chest with talking about oh, Mozzie he's, Smith. He's gonna kick Kelsey's ass. Oh, uh, Digazua and uh, Jonathan Hankins. We know him from his time with the uh, Giants. So I mean, I think they do have a strong back end, and I think you know overall, I think they're their defense and their defensive coordinator overall. Like I actually, I like him. Quinn. No, I do like him. I do like him. Yeah. Um, let's talk about, uh, let's see. I mean, we got some, we got some numbers here, which is, you know, like, uh, talking about their, uh, their defense here while we're on their defense right now, Cowboys are ranked, you know, 287.4 yards. They're giving up. That's third in the league total defense. Eagles are seventh, uh, you know, at 313 yards, a lot of passing yards we're giving up, especially the Howell got put up some. Some numbers. Uh, total offense here. Cowboys are putting up 338 yards per game versus the Eagles at 38, 387.4. We're third. Their offense is 15th. Um, they've had some issues with uh, some some injuries. Um, yep. You know, Smith has, has been injured. Um, he had a stinger missed last week. They put in their backup. Uh, and he got an ankle injury, so they they had like a, a um, fifth round, I believe, a fifth round pick out there, mm-hmm. putting in work, but not putting in work. But Tyron Smith can get injured at any moment. Last last year, I was on Philly Five Hundred show. We talked about injury prone offensive line of the Cowboys, and within mm-hmm. one hour, Tyron Smith got hurt. So I mean, it's. <laughs> It, it happens. You never know when Tyron Smith has got a long line of injury history. So I think uh, there is going to be – it's going to be interesting. I mean, yeah. should, should I keep on pumping up the Cowboys? I think I think you stop it right there. I, um, I, I also want to just bring up, like, um, the Cowboys, I feel like it's been – it's been a tale of two teams this entire season. I mean, they've had their fair share of blowout wins, and then they've also had their fair share of embarrassment. Um, do you think that this? I don't want to call them. I'm not. I'm not trying to. You know, to underestimate them or, or anything like that. But do you think that there's some some flimsiness in this in this team? Uh, you know, coughing up one to the Cardinals. I think that's the Cardinals. Still, their only win so far this year. Uh, you know, absolutely getting blasted on primetime versus the 49ers. Um, we watched that one. Yeah, we watched that one together. Do you think that uh, this team is kind of like they either show up for the moment or they're completely non-existent? I, I'm, see, I'm really not sure where they are at, like, 
this I feel like from listening to a lot of um, you know Dallas beats or like content creators, it felt like this was like the get right game for them, mm-hmm. where they saw their offense, uh, you know, facilitating nicely on the field. Um, you know, CD Lamb, the connection with CD. I don't think he had ten plus catches, one hundred twenty, and a touchdown. Uh, that that their relationship with him and Dak Prescott was seemed to be on. So the offense was clicking. So they feel like the offense is back to where they think it should be. Then I've seen other realists, as in the former Cowboy uh, players on like podcasts, saying that like, hey, it was the Rams. Uh, you're playing the Eagles this week. Um, so it's a little bit of they. I don't even think some of these guys know know what ex- exactly teams. what they like. I said I feel like this is the litmus test for them to um, really really see what they're they're made of. Because I mean, again, it's rivalry week. I mean, it, if right. I'm not I'm not gonna even speak that in existence. But I'm just saying, like for the Eagles, this is marked on the calendar of every. So every, uh, every person at Novacare, so you got to get this dub. So I mean, it's take take me to the moment. I mean, Eagles Eagles win the the coin toss. You uh, you t- taking or deferring? I think I might take I might take the rock. Try and get points up on the board first. Just just That's, set the tone. If, I, if you take it, I think that that you need to score. You need to put points up that first drive. Otherwise, you're hand you're handing the ball back to them, and then they're also getting it at halftime. So. Hmm. Uh, shout out to Mr. Eiffel. This is no Tyron Smith means Hassan eats. Uh, Tim says, is Steen starting this week? I think Cam Jurgens is. They haven't said that he's, I believe he, he should be going this week. Yeah, I think Cam Jurgens will be back. Uh, Malata uh, said he's very at- impatient. He's been very impatient. That's what uh, Malata said. That's what about Jurgens, you mean? Yeah, he's been very impatient. He wants to play ASAP, so. Adam says uh, he's got to be honest. Uh, the combination of Sidney Brown and Eli Ricks guarding Ceedee Lamb in the slot uh, has him a little bit concerned. Um, I mean, that would have me concerned too. I just I don't see that being the matchup on on CD personally. Yeah, I mean, obviously they're going to try and move him around, but I, I do think going back and watching the tape on Sidney in the slot, um, you know. It's 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 like I said, like I watched Sidney Brown at Senior Bowl on Tank Dell. And Tank Dell was a twitchy, twitched up guy. But um, you know, where this is next level and it's gonna it's just gonna be tough. Um it'll be interesting, like and then the Eli Ricks hype is so gigantic, uh, mostly on Twitter. Um he's starting, Steen is starting. That's what I'm looking up right now. Wow. Shout out to Dustin with the uh, breaking news. That that's interesting. I mean, um, unless they don't think he's ready to go. Based on practices, uh, so this is from Dave Zingaro two hours ago at four twenty-two. Okay. Uh, based on practice today and talking to players in the locker room, there seems to be a very strong chance uh, we see rookie Tyler Steen at right guard on Sunday against the Cowboys. Interesting. So it's not confirmed. It's just a feeling. So Dustin has a feeling. I mean, so does Dave Zingara. And Dave has a feeling. Yeah. Okay. You know, the 21 window day window period was opened uh, recently. So that is what it is. Uh, Kelly is beating his chest right now. 
said, we have to run the ball religiously. Uh, they're going to put Parsons over every lineman. I can see them putting him over Jurgens for the first game back. I do. Uh, I just deleted our run the ball tomato pie because um, I've, I've been, I've been. You feel like you've been dropping it too much. I've been just beating that into existence. But uh, we we do gotta. Uh, we do gotta. We do gotta run the ball. I mean, again, like stay balanced, stay uh, high flying, but stay balanced. Um, um, quick, quick sidebar. Uh, I saw a uh, chart today that um, was just putting out running back efficiency uh, across the league. Can, get, take a stab at who was like coming in like dead last. In efficiency? Mm-hmm. Uh, Kenneth Gamo? Miles Sanders. Oh, yeah. Uh, Chuba got the start over him. Miles, I've seen a Miles Sanders clip, and I, I didn't even – just sad, sad Chuba was going on. What was happening? Sad tuba or trumpet, whatever <laughs> okay. brass instrument yeah. you want to say. It was uh, pretty much, you know, and, and again, I, I appreciate everything he did for us. I just feel bad. Not that I even feel bad because the guy got paid. But well, are I just you, feel like-, like It's kind of leading me to my point of, do you think that specifically on this team that the offensive lineman makes the running back rather than the running back making the offensive line? I think it always does. Any yeah. That's why running backs – who win rushing titles, give their yeah. linemen, you know, a little Rolex or something. Um, he had his best year last year, but I, I, I always feel like with our, the way that we're set up, you should be succeeding. You should, you should be like. Well, Statlin's not just the offensive line coach. He, he's also the running run, coordinator. Running run game coordinator. So bet to coordinate Stout. This is, this would be a good game to coordinate. Levels. Levels to this. Um, Levels to this. Uh, let's see here. I think uh, you know. I'm, uh, my brain just went as I try to read a comment and talk at the same time. Um, Drew says, "So, what is the Bradbury experiment? Can we keep him at where he's best?" I, I do think um, you know people were talking about move-ins in slot. That that would be the experiment, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah he's I'm not, been playing outside corner. You know, my my that my uh, New York Giant friends would always chime in and say, you know, you know, Bradbury has problems with twitchy guys. I'm like, yeah, we're seeing that. Yeah. Like, that's just what that just is what it is. But my thing is, with all you, I seen a lot of clickbait on Twitter in terms of saying that Bradbury and Slay were the um, Daryl Revis and KC version of um, their career. I mean, it's, like if you, if you look at their, like, especially Slay, come on, like I, that is the level of disrespect that I can't stand when you just, you just can't, you don't need to get clicks off. Of I, I agree with you. Uh, but I will say that last year, I mean, Bradbury was a second team all pro. Yeah. Uh, I mean, can we just call it regression? Or what? I would just say up and down season. Okay. Because, um, like, if he would have picked off a pass last week in yeah, Washington, that would have been like, whoa. You know, like, but again, like, and then you also have to look at injuries. You know, we we just, just talked about Slay uh, having an injury. Mm-hmm. So, like, just like last season, he had an injury last season that yeah. he was playing through that not everyone was talking about. But it is what it, players are going to get hurt or injured shout out to Hollis um 
Like if you're hurt, players play players play hurt. It's a long season. Quote movies again. <laughs> it's a long season. <laughs> uh Trey says, I like Ricks on Lamb, let Bradbury and Slay have the sign line as help. True. Ricks on Lamb. George's hype. Go birds. I'm feeling the energy from George. Uh Jay chimes in. When they're in cover two, there's no reason they can't tighten up the covers. You know, if you're gonna my thing is if you're gonna tighten up the coverage, you get a hand get a hand on them. Like don't don't play press and then not press. Yeah. Um yeah, uh Dustin chimes in. Roby on the injury report did not practice today. I don't think he's gonna be back this week. So that's how how long has he been out now? Uh he has a peck. Peck injury. Kind of looking like he should have just been on the IR, honestly. Come on, guy. Come on. Uh Keith says balance attack, but we throwing it around the yard. That's that's what I'm saying. Like, as much as we I like to see, I like to see him chuck it up. I think my thing is, you know, sometimes you just have to keep him honest and you have to let your offensive line beat them up a little bit instead of getting beat up a little bit because you're taking on blocks. Yeah. Versus giving, uh, di- dishing out some pain. But Keith says uh, he likes the way that we're throwing the rock around. I mean, AJ Brown. Dude, he's been having an amazing season. He's a- he's having a a career year. Um, and like the the steam that he's playing with right now, like he is just all playing at a different level. So I think that. You know, when when all things are looking south, you got to look to your playmakers. You got to get the ball in the hands of the guys that make a difference on the team. And like, I'd be trying to get AJ the ball as much as possible. Uh, Drew says that some compare Eli Ricks to a young Bradbury, but a little, a little more twitchy. He's more suited for outside from the film. You know, I, I think Eli Ricks is making a a name for himself. We hundred percent. Once when we were talking about in, in training camp, he was flashing. He, he was, but he was like, plays. listen, like, I, I think that like with players like that, that are, are showing that, you know, um, he's still, you have to keep in your mind, he's an undrafted free agent. And I'm not saying that he is incapable of doing anything. I'm simply saying is that you need to ease him into these situations. We saw firsthand uh, a first round cornerback. I think one of the... Was he the first corner taken? No, he wasn't the first corner taken. Um, but Emma- Emmanuel Forbes, I mean, AJ Brown had dusted him in both games this year, and like pretty much sent that man after the first game to a uh, to a, a sports psychologist. Man, I mean, he was all wrapped up in his head, and that's what I'm saying is that like I think Emmanuel Forbes still has plenty of potential, and uh, he was just outmatched against AJ Brown. Um, but like I said, he's a rookie, just like Eli Ricks is a rookie, and I just don't want to bite off more than we could chew. I think he can contribute on this defense. I just think relying fully on him to stop CD Lamb, that's that's asking a lot, man. Yeah. Uh Adam Michael Gibbs chimes in. He says, gotta make someone else beat us. CD should be getting doubled all night. Now, if if you look at the numbers here, um, you know, this is uh, you know, this is one of my topics here. But you know, Adam just, you know. <laughs> Doing the Lord's work for me, he says. But uh, uh, C.D. Lamb versus Eagles secondary is, is, is a topic of conversation that I would like to bring up. But Adam did it anyway. Uh, what's our plan? Uh, this is know, his career numbers. First, this years? is this is this week. This is this is this the season. He's got forty six receptions, 
633 yards. How, um, he's not at 900 yards yet, bro. Get your stats up, bro. What are you doing? That's how I'm asleep. <laughs> but this is how their offense is set up. Now, C.D. Lamb, he's got 46 receptions, 633 yards, three touchdowns. The rest of the wide receivers all together, mm. 49 receptions, 517 yards, three touchdowns. Mm. Um, you know, C.D. Lamb has caught 46 of 56 targets. That's 82, 82%, 82.1% rate. Leads the NFL. So if it's coming his way, he's usually he's, he's usually. I, I, I got a stat for you too. Uh, how about the fact that AJ Brown in the month of October had more receiving yards than CD Lamb has his entire year? How's that one for you? I like that one. See, that's this is what this is what the banter goes. This is what it's for. You come <laughs> back with some really great numbers, but again, like my thing is, we went through this with Justin Jefferson. Mm-hmm. Where else do we do this with? Um, you know, offenses that were pretty much heavily, you know, we like a, like a wide receiver. Like yeah. we, we had a cheetah in, 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 in the building. It's Tyreek. Um, we do a pretty, I mean, we had scary Terry who kind of, you know, he put up some numbers, but he kind of took himself out of the equation. Thank God I'm for that. Drop, bro. Two, two <laughs> drops. So I think uh, not to say that CD's going to, it's going to be, it's going to be, uh, Walking apart, but I think, I think they should have a plan for him. Because mm, mm. I mean, after 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 that, I mean, what are we talking about? Brandon Cooks. Yeah, Brandon Cooks is, is no, nah, he's cooked, bro. He's ass. Ah, no, he's not bad. Uh, I mean, we seen him get put to sleep. Uh, but uh, sleep. I, I I Tim Perkins brings up uh, Jake Ferguson. Are you worried at all with our linebackers? Um, versus their tight end they they uh, dallas i'll give them credit they always got a decent tight end uh ferguson i i was very high on him at the senior bowl um to see them move off dalton schultz kind of like confirmed it mm-hmm. um i do think he's i'm not gonna say he's a world beater either but he's 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 definitely serviceable and i think even serviceable dudes have been getting off on our uh Linebackers, so, yep, I'm, trying, I'm trying to get get, get right here. Uh, our safeties, Blankenship, mm-hmm. has had. I'm gonna say he's just he's been giving up a couple passes a game versus uh, tight ends. Um, I, it started week one. Yeah, I, yeah, I think that Reed Blankenship's coverage has has been exposed this year. Um, with that being said. There's guys that, you know, they get beaten coverage and that happens. But, um, you know, for Reed Blankenship, he had a bad game, but to still have a bad game and, and you throw that little interception in there, like it, it softens the blow as far as like if you're able to find a way, you can, if you've played bad all game, but you're able to get right for one play and uh, turn the ball over. I mean, that's better than just getting burned to a crisp ball game. I'm yeah, Carrie Williams shit. I mean, it just is what it is. Um, I just know it's. I'm, I'm looking at it every week. Yeah, no, I'm it's that, and if, and if I'm an offensive coordinator, that is where I'm attacking. Mm. Uh, now talking about um, strengths to their line. Shout out to Des Daz in the building. Mm-hmm. Um, let's be real. Uh, this is probably one of the best 
offensive lines that we're going to go up against this for the season. I mean, uh, when you look left to right, Tyron Smith, obviously, you know, getting long in the tooth, but definitely a veteran that you have to uh, you got to you got to pay respect to uh, Tyler Smith. Uh, Cowboy fans have said he's having a, a phenomenal year for them. Um, he's doing and that, that's an unbiased group to ask. Um, but they said he's been a surprise, like Deron Bland, Bland has been through. Tyler, Tyler, Tyler Smith has done a great job. Tyler, their center, uh, I'm not going to even kill that last. I'm not going to even kill his last name. But Tyler, their center, not the creator, but the center. <laughs> uh, he's a guy that I feel like if we're, if we're talking about one of their weaknesses, I think that's, you know, we, we could get off on a – there on the interior. Jeff's uh, saying Tyron's on a pitch count this week. Could be, yeah. It's very, very a, possible. A tackle? Yeah. Well, he's 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 coming back from a stinger. Um, but I think uh Zach Martin, love Zach Martin all the way from uh back when he got drafted from Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think Terrence Steele, who's been solid for them, I think that's first Hassan. Or you know any other? I think I think Sweat should get busy on a Tyron Smith. I think that is. That's a, what I was just about to say. I mean, if Tyron Smith's coming back from injury, uh, dude, I I think that I think that Josh Sweat. I don't know what it is. I don't know why Josh Sweat doesn't get the publicity nationally uh, that he deserves. I mean, he absolutely balled out last year. What do you have like 11, 12 sacks last year, and he's on a similar pace this year. Like. Uh, I'm starting to think that Josh Sweat is getting robbed of being a, a household name among, uh, you know, national people. Not to mention, he's got he's got the killer celebration. Man. Who's this? Sweat? Oh, yeah, for sure. Josh Sweat. That's what I'm, I'm saying. I feel like he doesn't get his flowers on a national level. Um, but like you said, him versus Tyron Smith, especially with Tyron Smith, uh, if he is on some sort of pitch count. And, uh, you know, he's going to have his hands full with Josh Sweat. Trey says the opposing tight end has been eating. Do we give Evans a chance? Evans is uh, still on our, isn't he? Yeah, I don't think he's playing. Um, well, I think when he comes back for depth, um, that'd be nice. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Adam says, uh, I'm so excited how well Jordan Davis and Jalen Carter are playing this season. Would like to see Nolan Smith get more snaps, sweat, and bread or beast. I do think uh, someone, a beat writer, asked um, Sirianni if – um, Nolan Smith was going to get more reps. He said he's going to continue with the same role. I think you slowly work him into, like, again, on third down. You know, we're, those... we're working him in at a snail's pace, though, man. If I'm being honest, like, let him rip. Let him rip, bro. I like, can't get right. You know, I, let, let's switch their roles here, in my opinion. There's, there's some there's some guys. I, I, in front I, I, of them. I think Barnett's getting like 24 ish percent of the snaps, and what what's Nolan Smith getting like four percent? Um, I wouldn't mind flip flopping that. You got the Eagle snap count? I, did, I looked at it earlier. Uh, let's see. Defensively. Snap percentage. It's a lot of dead air right now. It's... Well, I mean, it, well, thankfully, we have the city of New York. To, uh, you hear those sirens? Oh, I hear those sirens, all right. 
Those sirens in New York can be a little maddening. Um, a lot going on in Times Square right now. Uh, Dustin says Josh West Josh Wet's numbers mirror Parsons this year, and he gets a and he gets a little credit. Now, I did see a tweet recently with their numbers uh, again. I got I got Nolan Smith at playing nine point three percent of snaps so far this year, and we've got just can't get right. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Oh. Um, where are you at? This guy with the drawing out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he is at 19.6%. Who's this? Uh, Barnett. Derek Barnett is at 19.6% of defensive snaps so far this year. And then Nolan Smith is at nine point three percent. I mean, he's so got roughly ten percent he, more of snaps. He, Derek Barnett is playing. All right, we'll take five percent away from. Take ten percent away, maybe. Flip I mean, flop. All right, well, you know that's what it is. Uh, shout out to Marissa in the chat. She's 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 so excited for this game. She she's been wearing my Philly gear in Dallas. She's been repping hard from Dallas. Um, we've seen her. Um, Repping hard in the comments and repping hard for the Eagles out in um, enemy territory. Um, we're going to be down there for the me and prime will be down there for the Dallas game. So we're, we're, we are like no holds bar. Um, now, if you we want to take a, a trip, shout out to Philly sports trips. You can, you can book a trip with them. Philly sports trips.com. Always setting up a, a really good vibe, but we're going into the, the belly of the beast in Kansas city. We don't care. <laughs> and then we're going into Dallas, and we don't care. Um, and then I'm going to Seattle because I don't care. So this is three stadiums to cross off my list, and then we're we're getting dubs. So I'm, I love it. We're getting dubs. We're getting dubs. Do you, uh, you leave Kansas City with Taylor Swift. Bring bring her back with another Kelsey. I like the Kelsey Swift that we have here in Philadelphia. That's a good answer. Good answer. Good answer. <laughs> Um, Marissa says, I'll see you for the Christmas game too. That is interesting. I'm trying to figure out if I'm a degenerate and have a tailgate on Christmas Mm. or be like normal people and have Christmas at home. Um, we have a a question here from Robert. He says, what concerns do you have for the secondary this upcoming week? How do we bounce back? My thing is, um, you know, when you have guys like, you know, CD doing his thing, uh, opposite of him is Michael Gallup, um, Brandon Cooks. Gallup's got 20 catches on the season, no tutties, 224 yards. Brandon Cooks, 16 catches, 158 yards, uh, two tutties. Jalen Tolbert, uh, seven catches for 71 yards. And then uh, Turpin. Turpin said six catches for 64 yards for a TD, but I think on special teams he's a, a demon. We'll get into that. But I think uh, – I think that – uh, as 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 far as the secondary is concerned, I mean, 
dude, I feel pretty confident. I think that the game plan essentially should be like Tony Pollard has been. He's he hasn't wowed anybody this year. I don't think I don't think he's been phenomenal. Like I said, Michael Gallup, um, Brandon Cooks. I I don't think is really. I think he's washed personally. I think that what Dallas needs to do is win with Ceedee Lamb. If you're able to take Ceedee Lamb out of the game, it's it's a kind of pedestrian offense, man. I think that that's how you win. You make you make them beat you with anybody that's not Ceedee Lamb. Not worried about their running attack. I'm actually not. Not I'm that not, I'm worried. Not that I'm worried either. I I, I think that are the way I'm not discounting their offensive line. I think that they do have a stout defensive line, but I think we got a pretty stout defensive line. Um, so I think they match up well. And like I said, I think Tony Pollard has been underwhelming so far this year. So. Uh, if they're not able to get the run game going and we are able to shut that down, make them one-dimensional, make them pass the ball, and then we take CeeDee Lamb out of the game, um, what are they going to do? They're, they're, they're going to be searching and scrambling for answers. And then that's when we have to and survivor. Yep. They're going to have to but, but no, it out. But no good times. Uh, anyone who got that, you're a real one if you got that one. Um, I just think – if you can get up on them, if you can get up on Dallas early, this is where I need the Eagles to be. Hassan just unleashing off the edge, mm-hmm. Brock Purdy style. Uh, the way that he got, uh, the way that uh, Matthew Stafford got thrown around, I'd like to see it. The thing is, uh, Cowboy fans are really talking about um, Dak's athleticism as of late. Mm-hmm. They said Dak Prescott has been – he's been running around showing the athleticism. Uh, you can't be mad at that. Um, if he feels like uh, he's back to his his uh, old self, okay. We'd like to see it here in Philly. But uh, that's what Eagle fan, that's what Cowboy fans have been saying. I have some numbers here. You, would you like to hear them? I would love to hear some numbers. Uh, Dak Prescott has had so much success against the NFC East. He is 28 and seven overall in his career and eight and three specifically versus the Eagles. Uh, I mean, I listen, um, obviously I'm going to sound biased here, but I think that those numbers are a little bit skewed. Um, you know, he's played against some backups and those. He, listen, I'm just being a, I'm being a hater ass Eagles fan. Um, he's had success. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to lie. He's had success against us. Um, and it's it's really a thorn in my ass. Um, the fact that he has won as many times as he has against us. And that's exactly why that's exactly why I uh, view this game as big as I do. Um, you know, last year we had. Dak versus Gardner Minshew, and we had Jalen versus whoever the hell was there. Was there Cooper Rush? Uh, was their backup at the time? Um, I, I I think that this is the most complete Eagles team versus the most complete Dallas team that we have seen. Um, you know, with everybody healthy. So I would love nothing more than to watch the Eagles win this game and just shut the Dallas Cowboys fans up for you know. At I mean, least 30 minutes. <laughs> they don't shut the hell up. I mean, that's the only way that you get them to st- from, you know, stopping from stopping uh, the chatter. Is mm-hmm. you, if the Eagles beat them, you gotta beat when, them. They, when they beat them, 
That's yeah, what you, know, you know, like, it's just going to go turned into, oh, well, he's still eight and four first, you guys. Okay. You know, and, and again, it, it is what it is. Like, you, you really just have to get, you know, stop the chatter. The only way you stop the chatter is you get a W, and that's how, you know, easy it is. You, you stop the chatter. Because, I mean, looking at our schedule here, like at the bottom of the screen here, uh, we have the Cowboys. Then we have a bye, which is nice. I need to buy it badly. Week 11 at the Chiefs. Week 12, the Bills. Week 13, the 40 Winers. Week 14, back at the Cowboys. Then week 15 at Seahawks. That's like if you were a uh, – that is like if you were a, a band on a concert going on a tour. Like this is a serious tour. These are serious cities. <laughs> I feel like you started that analogy and then you didn't know where to go with it. <laughs> well, I feel like I'm on a band. But wouldn't every tour for a band be a serious tour? Not yeah, cities. These are some real serious cities. All right, we're going to we're going to Red Rocks. We're performing at uh uh it's that one Madison, Ga- Madison Square Garden. Garden. Uh yeah. some big big places that we're going to or come, you know, obviously the Bills, 49ers at home. But Seahawks, Cowboys, and Chiefs on the road—that's a—that's a—that's a tour T-shirt. Yeah, no, that is that is a tour T-shirt for sure. Like, um, but like, dude, I think that we are the best team um, in the NFC. So I see win, uh, game versus the Chiefs, win, <laughs> win, win, win. <laughs> uh, Dan says, "I hope that we piss pound them." That's the interesting phrasing. Is that uh, like, like drop a pound of piss on him? It's a piss poor performance. Okay. Okay. Maybe. Uh, unhappy Gilmore chimes in. He says Dallas has to dominate defensively in order to win. When their defense can, can't control the game, they, sh- they struggle. This is where I'm at. Like, I, if if we can have our way, like Burger King on the on that on that mm-hmm. um, outskirts. And the field is open. I feel like Goddard can get have his way as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Swift too, man. Like I think last 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 week when we only ran him one time for three yards, and for, this is what I'm saying: like we got to run the ball, like keep it balanced a little bit. I, I agree. Think- I agree with you, and that's what I would like the Eagles to do. But just the way Nick Sirianni talks, it gives me the impression that he wants us to be a pass first team. And we have the wide receivers to be able to be a pass first team, but we also have the offensive line and running ability to be a well-balanced team. And that's why I don't know why we don't lean more in that regard. But um, I don't know, man. Do you, do you think he's he's trying to get Jalen that MVP? Like, what do you think he's doing? Well, my other thing is ever since Jalen's been a little banged up a little bit, the running game has been a little bit, you know, because you, you have that running ability on some of these, you know, you you're, you know that he's not taking off with it. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to respect that uh, on some of these plays. But I think you still can't go away from it. This is the interesting thing for me. Uh, scoring average right here. Cowboys are at 281. Uh, 28.1 points. You know numbers work, though? You know, I'm, you know I have a – Math anxiety. I have a math disability, and you're going to make fun of my disabilities on live. <laughs> I am I am diagnosed with math disability. Oh, anyway, uh, scoring average here, NFL rank. The Cowboys are at 28.1 points per game. That's second 
in the NFL. The Eagles are 28 points. That's third. Who's scoring more? Is it the Dolphins, I guess? That 70-point game? Yeah, they kind of skewed things. But I think uh, this is this is the interesting – it's two offenses that, hey, look, who the, may the, the best man win. He's calling you out on your, your, your math disorder. Hey, when I, to, <laughs> um, when I had to sit there in front of a therapist and play with blocks, hey. I had to, how, how many blocks you got in front of you, Gail? I had to go through this. <laughs> um, hey, I didn't have to take a math class in college after that. How about that? That's, that's pretty solid. Um, no, but, yeah, they, they are two teams that have been scoring a lot. Uh, like you said, though, um, I think that this is even a little bit skewed because a lot of our scoring, most of our scoring, uh, has come on the offensive side of the ball, whereas, like, like you started out uh, the show, you talked about their pick sixes. Um, they've had, a, I think they've even had a couple, uh, like, fumble returns for touchdowns. So, like, they've scored a lot on defense that has skewed that number up. If you're able to play a mistake-free game, that um, that their scoring average is not the same. Um, so, they're, they're relying on their defense a lot for points this year. They, they were bragging about how uh... – Deron Bland had more touchdowns than a lot of wide receivers out there in the league. He's got as many touchdowns as CeeDee Lamb. That's what I don't get. Yeah. They keep on bringing that. He's like, oh, you got – I said, I saw the exact thing that you're talking about. And there was uh, this one person that commented and was like, oh, our corner has more uh, touchdowns than Devontae Smith, who also has three. And it's like, first of all, math anxiety on their end too. Three, same as three. It's not more than three. And, uh, yeah, C.D. Lamb has the same amount, so I don't know where, what they're talking about. Ursa um, says, uh, I see Hassan brutally sacking Dakota multiple times. Um, I always feel like when he hits them, it, there's, like, the, the, the power and level of, like, like temples behind them. Have you ever seen yeah. – you ever see ever – seen, I mean, Evan's seen Temple's campus. Yep, yep, yep. Like, that isn't, the, like, the most – It's uh... – it's a cool spot. <laughs> it's I, <laughs> shout out, tough. <laughs> um, shout out, shout out to my godson JC. I brought him to a football camp at Temple, nice. and, was, and uh, he was he was performing out there. And then uh, I was looking at the campus, was like, God damn! I actually think Temple's campus is really nice. Well, the camp, the campus, but like the area, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but I feel like I feel like he's always bringing the the energy of Temple. In yeah. every sack that he's, it's just a great thing to see. Um, like bold, like if that's her bold prediction for the game that uh, you know Hassan's going to have his way, have multiple sacks. Um, what do you give, give me a bold prediction for the game? What do you think? Because I got one. Or if you want to think about one, I could tell you mine. A bold um, prediction. I think uh, AJ he sets the tone and he breaks the record again. He breaks his own record. Yep. I think, uh, yeah. No one's checking him right now. I like that. Um, I, I, I think uh, I think we're gonna get Dak's season uh, interceptions. He's gonna, we're gonna increase that by two. I see two Dak picks. One of them is gonna come at a crucial point in the game, uh, where it's a, it's a real turning point, and uh, you know it, all things start to go right for the Eagles. And then the, the second interception is gonna be one of those garbage time guys where he's just scratching and crawling, for, clawing for life. And he ends up just chucking a punt down the field, and uh, we end up intercepting the ball to ice out the game. That's nice, I like that. 
I like that. Speak, you spoke a lot into existence, Ev. I like that. Uh, shout out to Ivan. Uh, I've seen Ivan all over the country this year, um, from LA to our tailgates to, uh, to at the at the live casino where, where he got yep. his hat signed by Brandon Grant. So he had a great moment. Uh, he had the he had the hat that was the signature Brandon Graham hat, and he sees Brandon Graham, and I say he's over there. He says, "I'm going to get it signed," and then he gets his hat signed. He had a great night, and then the birds won, so he's he's living the dream right now. But well, he says, well, uh, in the world. Uh, "Ivan says we need to be efficient in the red zone." You're not kidding. Efficient, man. capital letters. I do think, you know, like I said on the last pod, the last time we fumbled in the red zone, had two fumbles down there by the five yard line. Yeah, like twenty years, dude. Like we haven't. That's kind of like. Imagine if they scored there twice, would be thinking that our our red zone. Ronnie Brown tried pitching the ball back, right? Was that is that Ronnie Brown? It was a pass. Yeah, it was like a pass. Yeah, but not pass. Uh, yeah, well, well, any anytime we're fumbling inside of the five, that's just where my mind goes back to Ronnie Brown. Um, but yeah, th- those were obviously two. Um, two interceptions that hurt us. But I think that like the turnovers that the Eagles have had this year kind of speaks to just their resilience and how good of a team they are, because it's been out of character for us. We've had fumbles, we've had interceptions and um, you know, Jalen hurts didn't really turn the ball over much at all last year. He had zero lost fumbles and six picks. Um, We're already past that. I think he's at 10 total turnovers now, eight interceptions and two lost fumbles. Um, but the fact that we are seven and one with those stats existing, I mean, we have been winning in spite of mi- making mistakes, in spite of turning the ball over, and we've been playing good teams too. So, um, you know, I'm not saying that it's okay if we if we turn the ball over. I'm saying that we're so good of a team that we're still able to overcome that. So, um, I don't think much changes here. I think your best case scenario is you don't turn the ball over. And then I don't see any way that we don't win. You 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 win the turnover battle, you win the game. I think it's that simple in this game. The funny thing is, the way that we've been turning the ball over, like if we don't turn the ball over, you know, some four turnovers gets Jets. Mm-hmm. We win. Uh, Bob from Down Under says, Oi, did Eagles PR contact you about filming their tailgate series? You might want to head over and support Eric Wayne for breakfast on Sunday and be angry. I, I see I see Eric all the time. I see he's the first one of the first faces I see on game day mm-hmm. as we're all in line and we're looking at each other. Why are we in line this early? But there's <laughs> it's a whole other subculture of Eagle fans there that you don't know existed. There's the I was I need to be first in line. Yeah. Show me respect because I've been here at 3:30 in the morning. I'm a big fan of the uh the stadium uh workers all arrive at the same time and then they all just do like their their giant walk through our tailgate <laughs> just a bunch of stadium workers like oh i guess you guys time for you guys to clock in but I'm not your ass is in there i'm not gonna call anyone else some some we'll lexi. grab we'll grab grab some uh not lexi but some will grab beers hey they're they're welcome to yeah of course um always always love 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 the people um let's see here Todd says, so Gail, you're saying you was something like Forrest Gump in your heyday? 
Was Forrest Gump good? Yeah, ping pong. Oh, he no, he's. I think he he was fast as fuck. I think that's what he's talking about. Four three nine guy. Come on, <laughs> four three nine. That's. I'll I'll put that on my. Do uh, you think you would have been able to get Sergeant Dan out of the out of uh, active war zone as bombs are dropping? I probably could. Okay. Have you ever seen me in Call of Duty? Okay. Uh, Dustin says uh, Cowboys' offense is definitely skewed by the short fields. The defense is giving them play clean, no turnovers, and we win it. It it can be that simple. It can be that simple when you when you put it that way. Not turning the ball over, uh, time of possession. That's it. All plays into a you know a good formula. Because we, we, I think I don't know. It's it's weird that Eagle fans. We're seven and one, right? But the way that you would listen to talk radio, you would think that this team is like th- three and four. Can I can I be honest though? Like it's this it was this it was the same thing last year, and I just don't get it. Like there was people all uh, throughout the entire run last year uh, that were honestly concerned about, oh well, we really haven't played anybody yet. Blah 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 blah. And like there was that. I feel like. All the way up until the the point where we got into the Super Bowl, there was people that weren't fully bought in and thinking that we were some sort of like flimsy team. And I'm just looking at it like, okay, well we're repeating the same thing this year. We're doing the same shit. Um, we're dominating teams. We're you know just winning games. And there's still just that kind of weariness out there. I just don't get it, bro. Dive in. The water's fine. The Eagles are good. It's okay. <laughs> Well, I mean, I think if the if the Dolphins win didn't do anything, make it move a little bit for you, then okay, that was cool. But I think this is the game where this if if I'm just saying for the fans that are in that state, mm-hmm. this is the game for to for you for them to make it move. Mm-hmm. I and I honestly think too, um, and this is me also speaking it into existence. I think that those interceptions that Jalen has thrown um, so far this year have been uncharacteristic of him. And for him to only throw six last year, I mean, there was long stretches where he wasn't throwing any. And I think the same sort of thing can happen now. I mean, he had the last game, he had four touchdowns, no interceptions. Um, I would, I'm predicting, I'm putting it out into the universe that Jalen Hurts is going to have a nice stretch of games here where he doesn't turn the ball over at all. Um, You know, starting with, with last week a monster performance uh nfc player of the week was that yeah. nfc player of the week not to be confused with nfc player of the month which was won by aj brown brown uh ryan says when you guys go to kc do you think you guys can help me get some signatures from the players you know there's a what is the will is right. away if yeah. you hit me up i can try and tell you where the player is going to be at what hotel because that's where you can meet a lot of the players. Or once you figure out where they're staying, you can a stay in the same hotel, get and, a bellboy outfit, and when you're in, go to their room. <laughs> room when you're in the elevator, like, hey, Sirianni, didn't see you here. Uh, but that's I've that's been hanging way. out in the elevator for six hours. That's the way. Eight four three Philly, eight four three Philly fan says when Reddick sacks the QB, he goes straight for the ball to knock it loose. Knocked it out of uh, Howell's hand. That was perfect, man. The closer. I was like, uh, he needs to be the closer for the Phillies because of the way that he's playing. Mm-hmm. Just line him up there in the ninth inning. I mean, that's uh, 
he does the same thing that uh, won us the Super Bowl through Brandon Graham's uh, knockout. You know, just go straight to that ball. Uh, Bob from Down Under says, I'd like to see Hertz make it through a game without a turnover. Feels like he's averaging two per game. Uh, that's not far off. I mean, he's got 10 this year, and we're well, no, it is kind of far off. We're eight games in, and he's he's got 10, so almost one per game, a little bit more than one per game. Marissa makes the mention of zero penalties. I like, I was like kind of shocked that we had zero penalties. I almost felt not, I felt sorry for us, but I think maybe the NFL was trying to like give us some love from the Super Bowl. No, t- take that back right now. We played disciplined. It was, it was no gimmies that was going on here. Uh, Edgar chimes in. He says, hopefully Slay and Bradbury don't give up big plays and strap their weapons. I just think um, my my thing is, like, when, like, certain players get, like, Cheeto scored a touchdown on us. Like, there's certain players that are going to get theirs, and it's a part of. Yeah, but that is – those players that are going to get – I'll let you finish. I Cheeto. Cheetah, he's gonna get his. Yeah. Scary Terry, we always no, 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 no. One, one. Scary Terry can get one. I just think that Scary Terry is not on. Like, there's tiers, there's levels to the scale. Right. I think that Tyree Kill is a guy that you look at and you're like, he's gonna get his. There's not much you could do about it. You could, you know, you could try and soften it as much as you want. And I think the Eagles did a good job of doing that. Um, but then there's like like a guy like Scary Terry. Like I think that is a guy realistically that you can take out of a game. Um, I don't know. I just like I I, I hold the the guys that are going to have their way as you know top five players at their position in the league. I think that AJ Brown is one of those guys that can like the the Cowboys are kind of just looking at this like yo. Uh, we just need to do everything we can to stop everyone that's not AJ Brown because he's kind of going to have his way. Uh, shout out to uh, Jesse Wines. See, I'm doing three things at one time. Uh, Liz asked, "What time is the tailgate for Sunday?" I'm literally texting as we speak. I'm that trying to figure help. out that doesn't help out, Liz, pal. Uh, we're probably going to get down there. What, like nine thirty, ten? So I get the I get the I get the uh, tailgate thing back and it says 10, 1030 to three. Thirty. <laughs> Is that cool? I recommend if you want a parking spot um, that you get there before ten thirty. That's that's what I'm gonna say, Liz. Otherwise, you could reach out to me. And I will tell you about my secret free parking spot if you don't got anything to carry. Frugal gang for life. Yeah, but shout out to uh, Jesse Wines uh, doing a great job with uh, our graphics for all the tailgates you see out there. Doing a lot of graphics out there for a lot of people in, in the industry. So if you if you're looking for a graphic guy, shout out, shout out Jesse Wines. No, Jesse Jesse's the boy, bro. Jesse, Jesse. Wines, he's uh, he's putting out some really great work. You got a you got a shout out from Foot Locker. Yeah, who gets hit up by Foot Locker? Hey, what they say to him? You got to wear some Timberland boots. <laughs> you paid. Uh, he's also the uh, the it's new modeling model, now. The yeah. new model for uh, Mitchell and Ness. Mitchell and Ness. How do we how do we eat that kid? I guess we got to lose some weight. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 
<laughs> uh, but if you guys have any questions, uh, bring them up before we get out of here. But, um, you know. Now, uh, Mercy says, uh, Philly media is the worst. I only listen to the past players who are now in the media. You know, I, I try not to, like, take in too much um, radio. I do, I, you know, I do love to listen to Jason Avant and Quentin Michael. The Q&A show is one of my favorites because, I, you know, it's two, one offensive guy, one defensive guy mm-hmm. talking like ball. And like they're, they're giving their like and Jason Avant, last time we did mention we're going to the link. Uh, last time I was at the link that I got a tour, Jason Avant was our tour guide. And I got to talk to him the whole tour. And he just the, just the, getting an opportunity to listen to him speak. I'm just soaking it all in because, um, like, when the, those kind of guys talk, you listen because he was also helping out the wide receivers um, mm-hmm. with the Eagles um, and just getting them acclimated to the city. So the, the amount of information uh, Avant gives you on his pod is, is very good. AJ, well, AJ seconds that. Um, shout out to uh, uh, Todd Hermans and Trey – Trey Thomas, they have a, a new pod, new pod show coming out. It's called Rewind, where they're uh, just out there sipping on some wine, having a good time. We got we got to see, uh, got to talk to Todd Harriman's at um, the Philly Sports Ships tailgate last week. Super cool, super cool guy. Feels like seems like he's a, in a really great space. Like when you get to see veterans that are like really doing doing he's, well, it's he, awesome. Does he's got he's doing something with cannabis too, isn't he? He was doing something. I talked to Todd Harriman's years ago when I was working at 94.1, and Todd's the man, bro. From, from what I remember, from that, like he, he's a really cool, down-to-earth dude. Yeah, very cool. Uh, very genuine. Mm-hmm. Great interaction. Uh, we're, I'm hoping to get him on the show. That'd be great. So we can pump him up. Um, Liz says, other teams are 6-2, and two and their fans are talking Super Bowl. We're 7-1, and, and we're talking firing people and jumping off a bridge. We're crazy. No, I do. I just, I just feel like uh, you got to appreciate the moment, man. We're seven and one. This is again, we're going through this gauntlet that everyone talks about. That's where, hey, if the Eagles drop one, they drop one. But I, it, it's, it's still Dude, the people that were talking about firing, firing Brian Johnson after one loss. That was, <laughs> I was looking, yo, you guys got to chill the fuck out, bro. I like mean, let's let's look at this here. Shout out to Josh Tolentino. Um, he uh, he uh, he has a list here. He has a list here. Uh, Eagles Brian Johnson's offense ranks total offense third, rush offense seventh, pass offense seventh, points per game third, third down efficiency, which I love. That's a good stat. Number one. Number I mean. One. Number one. Well, all the haters are going to say that's because of the tush push, but you got to get the, you got to get into a position to tush, push the tush. Go ahead. Push. I'll fucking do it again. Okay. I'll fucking do it again. Got it locked and loaded. Uh, but his uh, fourth down efficiency, second, second, red zone efficiency. Ah, uh, you know I could. Uh, Ivan. You know, the red zone efficiency is 18th. That is where we can get. That's where we fire them. That's why we fire them. We can dip it low. We can we can get lower on that. I mean, higher or lower. 
I know. know I mean. Um, but yeah, so like like I said, we we are in total offense. We're third. You put out there that we are uh, averaging twenty eight points a game, and for anybody that you know wants to oust this guy. I understand that he hasn't been super efficient in the in the red zone, but ultimately the points are going up on the board and the wins are going in the win column. So, um, you know, you, you, there's no point in rocking the boat right now. So, I can't. I'd be. Uh, I can't. I can't go without give showing love to Sean Desai. Uh, total defense eighth. Uh, rush defense first. Rush defense first. Uh, pass defense, uh, 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 26 now. Okay. That, that needs some work there, guys. Points per game, 19th. Um, we, we, sacks. Huh? Fit. That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. Now this pressure, everyone loves pressure stats. We are second in the league in pressures. Defensively. Third down defense, we are 25th. Fourth down defense, we are seventh. Red zone defense, uh-uh-uh, 26. That could be smart. So after she, after seeing these numbers, where are you at in your fields? Um, well, I'm not going to tell you. I'll tell you off air exactly where I'm in my fields, um, unrelated. But the the def- I'm actually surprised at how – uh, everybody is complaining about the offensive coordinator uh, after after seeing how those stats pair up back to back. I mean, Sean Desai has been, I think, phenomenal so far this year. Um, but if you look at offensively, our stats were ranking higher uh, on offense than we are on defense across the major categories. Brian Johnson, if you look at those stats, has been doing a pretty good job. It's just the the, the red zone efficiency that we're kind of – uh, you know, tailspin in here for. Um, but like I said, I, I don't think that there's any reason for any rash decisions. You just got to keep it as as it is, and uh, keep on winning, man. Wealthy mind yeah. says you uh, look like Mac Miller, the late Mac Miller. I respect that very much. Thank you. I have uh, a couple songs in my playlist. <laughs> um, now to uh, Fody, he said, uh, "Is it true that?" Rocky statue was dressed up with the Dallas sucks. Um, it was, yes. Um, if you want to see my phone, um, if you want to see the phone, um, he's got to uh, exit out all the porn he's got up right now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, that was uh, this morning. That's Mr. So, Balboa. So we had a tip and we posted it, and then people thought we were out there. But, hey, if anybody knows me, I don't wake up that early, so it definitely wasn't me. Yeah, so that's that's what happened. Um, and again, are we cursed? We won a Super Bowl, okay? Um, Trey says AJ took a knee shot last year. Expect more dirty tackles from Dallas again. That's something I'm worried about. I don't. I want everybody to come out of this game healthy on both sides of the ball, both teams. <laughs> Uh, Todd chimes in. He says, "I believe Slay and the fel- and the fellas are going to use that bulletin board material that the Cowboys for wide receivers have been laughing at them to completely lock them down. I, if, if you're not ready, if you're not ready to uh, compete in a rival game, this is it. You take everything. What did what did Dak say about uh, honey, pouring honey on him? Yeah, no. So um, 
someone had said something about uh i think it was jerry jones said that he or it was either jerry jones or um mccarthy said something about not wanting to poke the bear and then they asked dak prescott in the conference that like yo so-and-so said that they don't want to poke the bear this week uh what are your thoughts on that and then dak prescott said oh well uh you know if that's poking the bear i'm just gonna pour honey all over myself i, I guess alluding to the fact that uh you know bring it on that's essentially what he's saying <laughs> uh, shout out to kiki in the building uh ivan says uh like yale said we're never gonna have the perfect game i just want the w however my thing is I, you're never gonna have the perfect game sometimes yeah. you do sometimes you do but it's not, that's just not what football is. And I, and I got the perfect example for you. The Super Bowl that we won, the, our, our coup de grace, the greatest game all of us have ever watched. Brady threw for over 500 yards. It wasn't a perfect game by our defense, but we won. And that was the ultimate thing. We partied on Broad Street. You think I was giving a shit about 505 yards thrown against us as we are hoisting up the Lombardi trophy? I don't care, dude. You won the game. That's all I care about. He won the game and uh, and they won it on my birthday. So everything aligned perfectly. Uh, that's that's the kind of that's kind of dubs you want. Hey, at the end of the day, it's never going to be the perfect game. Um, but at the end of the day, we got a Super Bowl. <laughs> so you can uh, I I could uh, I'm not going to speak that. I'm just happy that I have one. Um, Evan had one in his 20s, so he's he's excited. He's excited. My grandparents both got to see one. All my grandparents. That was cool. That's that's awesome. Uh, but before we get out, I just want to give a shout out to um, shout out to Bud Light who's sponsoring the tailgate. Always uh, bringing up the, uh, the suds. Um, they're always uh, been supportive of us. Um, these Kelly Green Bud Light cans have been insane. I don't want to give them away. I just want to keep all of them. Um, shout out to uh, Concha Hawken Italian Bakery. Your, your, your mic's off, bro. But yeah, huh? I, I your your mic's all jacked up. But I will talk about the fact of uh, Concha Hawk and Bakery always hooking us up with some tomato pies. We had like seven they gave us at the last tailgate, all with these beautiful illustrations, uh, you know, done on them. Uh, nobody does it like Concha Hawk and Bakery, man. I mean, they, they are always um, a photo op anytime we bring them out of the tailgate. Mm. Um, Judy says, "Fly Eagles, fly." Lizette chiming in. She says, go birds. She's excited. Um, let's see here. Shout out to uh, Red Bull. Red Bull, who's our new sponsor. So if you like Red Bull and vodka, this is a perfect opportunity. Uh, we even like have Red Bull and Red Bull. This guy, I mean, Evan has got his share of Red Bull these days. He's a happy guy. I, I haven't seen Evan this happy in a long time, but ever since Red Bull came along, it's given Evan his wings. New life. For sure. Hey, I like what you did there. Say, come on, come on. <laughs> uh, but shout out to Red Bull. Uh, we're still working on um, seeing if we can get the DJ monster truck there with Loski in the back. Shout out to Loski, only Loski and Hedrip. And uh, Alex will be in attendance. Yes, he will. I don't Is know he... what he's making though. I didn't know. If I, he I hope he doesn't need rolls because I already put my order. Yeah, I don't know because I'm flyer time. I'm like, it, I wasn't sure what to put on flyer. If he's coming for vibes, that's cool too. That's cool. Yeah. I don't even have a ticket for the game. Ever, you don't have a ticket for the game? Ticket prices are bananas right now. I know. I'm frugal gang. Is so, life, so tip, uh, pro tip, $100. wait till the very end of the game. Uh, right, 
wait for the very uh, right before the game to buy your tickets. Or depending on how, like, as soon as that game starts, you could you could be waiting in line, and you could wait until the the game actually starts, and then anybody that is holding on to a ticket uh, that wants to sell, they start to go into panic mode once that game starts, and they just want anything for it. So um, they drop dramatically. Just saying, if you want to wait, maybe you know you can still get in the first quarter, fraction <laughs> of the price. Versus Travis, he says, "I love my city, just not the Cowboys." Fly, he goes, "Fly." Hey, when you come to Philly. Then you're just like, I love this city even more. Mm-hmm. Um, Todd says, I'm wearing a ginger Jesus Wentz fit. Yeah. You are kind of Wentzed out right now. Hey, man, I'm, you know, come on, I'm, I'm coordinating. <laughs> I'm coordinating. Come on now, coordinating. Right. Uh, right. We'll see, man. Um, also, shout out to the London folks. Uh, they were, we had Liam on the last podcast. If you don't realize how, fired up Eagle fans are about their team all over the world. Bro, they're staying up all hours of the night to just watch a regular season. Right. We're, we had a conversation with Liam, and he's saying, what time is it when you guys watch Eagle games? You mo- Normal hours. I, I was going to start talking like um, Denzel Washington. You mother- You guys are complaining about night, night games. They're watching Eagle games at 3 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> 3 a.m. in the morning. 5 a.m. in the morning is what time yeah, it's when it ends. Yeah. These Eagle fans are watching in London, in Ireland. So I don't want you to complain about having to work the next day, staying up for a Sunday yeah, night he, football he was, game. He's talking about how, and you have to think too that it's out of the ordinary for you to be an American football fan in London. So, like, you think any of these people's bosses care that they were up all night watching an Eagles game? They don't care. These people are watching it till 5 o'clock in the morning, turning around, getting three hours of sleep, and then showing up for a 9 o'clock meeting. This is crazy. Yeah. Shout out to Bob as well. In Australia, watching the Eagles game. Hold on a second. Hold the phone. I thought daylight savings time was over. Is this still going on? Sun- Sunday, we rolled it I back. Thought, but I thought daylight savings was over. I thought that was no longer happening. I don't know. You tell me. I I thought I was telling you. So I have a math. Di- I have a I have math disability. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah so the numbers. It's don't. not even math. It's just. God, this guy. Don't don't ask me, guy. Don't ask me. Uh, but Trey is talking about um, exactly what I was saying. You buy at uh, you wait till four fifty. That game starts at what four twenty five. You wait till four fifty. Talking seventy five percent off. Trey. Trade day making a lot of sense, a lot of sense. Uh, but uh, let's see. Um, before so we get out, I, th- I think that this is truth. What breaking World news here? Rotates you have to. Yeah. It's over next year. They haven't passed the bill. F. Uh, I thought it did get passed. All right, that's my bit. My bit. Break, breaking a lot of news. So um, and we're gonna get an extra hour. So for those uh, people that are. I got a lot of tailgating prep to do. Um, I will be leaving New York City to go back to Delaware in an hour after this pod. It's a good time. We had a lot of good time with you uh, people in the comments. Thank you for sticking around and talking about the birds. This is just the beginning. Quick prediction before we get out of here? Yeah, we could do that. F? Uh, I'm going to say, I already said uh, my bold prediction that Dak's going to throw two picks. I'm going to say um, the Eagles win 
31 to 20. Uh, I'm going to go uh, 34, 27. Okay. I like it. Um, Mike Parsons is talking about taking over the link. That's not happening. Yeah, what's not that? happening. Dude, he grew up like relatively in the area. I think as an Eagles fan, how you, Harrisburg. you would know that that's not possible. Yeah. Uh, Mark says uh, 35-23. We usually say Mark from Oregon. But Mark is in Mark Philly in right Philly. now, right now, and he's coming to the link tomorrow. If there, if there is anyone that wants to come to the link for the tour, let me know. I got one spot open here. Shout out to AJ. She says thirty-eight, thirty-four birds. Todd right. says thirty-one, three. Mm. Wow. Trey says forty-four eagles. Cowboy six. Kiki keeps it straight. She says Eagles win. She sleeps well at night. Mm. Um, Ivan says uh, Eagles W. However, I'm with it. Um, Liz is uh, she's saying oh oh. Okay. Meet me, me at uh, the link at twelve thirty tomorrow, and we're all going for a tour with the London folks. Uh, it'll be great to see their faces as they walk in the link for the first, very first time. Um, for the birds fly home events, um, Philly sports trips, they're gonna have a good time. We're gonna show them the city. They already, I seen on Twitter, they're they've already they're gonna send us a bottle of uh, some kind of alcohol. That's nice. Um, I listen. I'm not trying to damp dampen any expectations, but I will not be making an English <laughs> breakfast at the tailgate. You listen. Your stewed tomatoes and beans for breakfast. It's it's just not very nice. well. Uh, last word, Evan. What is your last word before we get out of here? Uh, my last word is uh, pretty much just reiterating what my first word was. Uh, this is the biggest game so far this year. Can that taxi shut the hell up? I'm trying to get my last word. Um, this is the biggest game uh, so far this year. Uh, I want nothing more than for the Dallas Cowboys fans to have nothing to say uh, and for them to essentially just be, you know, um, back back to their pit of misery. That's where I like to see them. That's where the cockroaches belong. Um, so I am all in. Uh, go birds. And let's handle business. Uh, my last word before I get out of here, uh, shout out to all your people in the comments or listening to the podcast tomorrow or when it's posted uh shout out to uh shout out to uh prime shout out to uh hollis as well and mal um shout out to alex who's coming to the tailgate to uh maybe cook shout out to jesse wands again for the the uh the uh graphics and shout out to that too and a shout out to uh crafty bastard who changed his name to crafty john and uh, other than that, that's enough for the shout outs. But C and D, uh, pal. C and D. Uh, but yeah, just wanted to just say, hey, it's Dallas week. Bring the energy. Keep the keep the keep the stadium hype. Like I, the energy has to be at an all time level. If you haven't seen a Hassan Reddick sack live to close out a game, you haven't lived. Okay, so that has been the new vibe right now. I'm looking for a Julio Jones touchdown in the corner of the end zone to uh, relive uh, the moment in the playoffs, but now he's with us. 
Um, I'm looking for an A.J. Brown touchdown anytime. Um, I'm looking for Jalen Hurts to give us an MVP performance. Um, other than that, we'll see you guys soon. And as always, fly, Eagles, fly. Go Birds!